Welcome to the John Harrison Podcast. Do you realize that 70% of people are disengaged at work? I don't think it's an overstatement to call that a tragedy, actually, because it affects the bottom lines of organizations, certainly, but it has a negative impact on all the people that work there, and their families, and the community at large. Nobody's talking about this. Well, on this podcast, we are going to talk about it. All right, welcome back to the John Harrison Podcast. I'm your host, Tanner Hubbard. I'm here with our entire, our worldwide team, the John Harrison team, uh, all four of us. Um, so sorry to get your hopes up. We are excited to just take an informal uh, episode here to chat about some of our favorite things, um, just help you get to know us a little bit. Um, so I think this will be fun. So I've got Melissa, Madeline, John, and myself. Um, so guys, what is your favorite hobby outside of work? What's something you enjoy doing in your personal time? This is Melissa. I um, my favorite thing is kind of a combination, um, fishing and camping. Those are my two favorite things. Every spare moment we get, we get to spend it in the woods. That's where we prefer. We like the quiet, natural, you know, just peaceful, being being God's space and His creation. Um, so I do love to be outside, but I also really like to do things like reading. Reading has been my big thing. Um, sitting out on the back porch and reading. Um, and then I love to sew. I've been getting back into sewing. Um, my grandma taught me how to sew whenever I was young. And so I have been learning how to do some basic like dresses and um, skirts. Those are semi-easy and then impressive to say that I can do. <laughs> All right, we um, love travel. I've been blessed to be able to live in lots of different places, but we still like to go visit new places. But they don't have to be exotic, just places we haven't been before. Love sports, so when we have time, Jenna and I play tennis, or I do love to hike and play. We have uh, pickleball and all kinds of stuff at our house, so we just love to do all that kind of stuff. But when we're inside, um, British, we love British television. We love British shows. Um, just I think we have an affinity for British culture for some reason, maybe because that's where my heritage is. But um, that's usually if we're sitting inside in the winter, that's what we're doing for the, the, kind of the quieter times. But. Well, for myself, um, I don't know, it's hard to narrow it down to one because I do feel like I enjoy doing a lot of different things, but I'd have to say the overriding one would be just exercise sports, uh, like playing ultimate Frisbee, flag football, things like that. So I'm always doing that on the, the weekends, have a regular Frisbee group, and uh, at times I've played in like fall flag football leagues and stuff like that. So I, that, that just comes out of my, I've always been active. I ran track and cross country in college, and so I just enjoy keeping some of that going. So that's one of those things that I always go back to. Um, well, I just kind of talked about this, and I know John alluded to it, but uh, this is a, an off-the-wall one. What's your favorite sport? And this can be either way. You can, be, If you don't like sports, what's something you enjoy maybe playing or doing? So it can be what's your favorite sport to watch or what's your favorite sport to participate in. Or, you know, none is a viable answer as well. So, But what what's your favorite? Okay, I'll go first since mine – it is technically a sport, actually, but I think... <laughs> I love it. Already starting off with the... Yeah, it is a sport, I promise. It is... Um, so I, I don't watch sports. I don't really like the sports with, uh, you know, like that. But I grew up dancing, and so I am a tap dancer. I don't do it very often now. It's kind of a weird thing where you grow up, like, competitively dancing since I was, like, three. And then once I graduated high school... It's like, where do you dance now? You know, you're adult and you don't get to do it anymore. So, uh, yeah, I don't do it very often, but I could pick it back up, I think. 
Well, Ma Madeline took my answer because I, I also am a tap dancer. No, I'm not. That's yes, I, a lot of people don't know that. No, uh, if I had to pick a sport to either play or watch, it would certainly be baseball. And some people hate baseball because they think it's slow and boring, like Melissa. And and my my thing is that to me it's it's kind of strategic. Can I like you know I can sit and watch that and not, and just be just as excited as if it was a fast-paced kind of situation, so that's why. And it gives him a lot of patience because John's a Chicago Cubs fan, you know, for those of you who don't know. So, you know, they, they get to watch baseball and be really bad at it for uh, a long, long time. So, uh, it's all right. My team's not doing any better right now. Um, I would say, for me, it this is such a tough one. I love all sports. I'm the opposite of Madeline. I probably will never tap dance in my whole life, but I will watch every other sport. Um, but in all seriousness, probably college football. Um, that was just kind of big in my house growing up, and it stuck with me. I'm here from Arkansas, so I love the Razorbacks, and um, I don't know. I just I like the competitiveness of you know young guys and gals, depending on the sport, um, given that they're all out there. So I don't know. I'd have, if I have to narrow it down, I'll say college football. I also love baseball and others as well. Melissa. Yeah, so I guess I'm kind of the odd man out here in terms of sports, but um, my favorite sport to watch. Um, on TV or in person, it's probably basketball. I love the fast pace of it, you know. I mean, just get it done, good, quick, an hour, <laughs> you move on. But I do, I love the, the fast pace of the game. Uh, but similar to Madeline, something that I did in high school and I still do occasionally, um, just on my own, is um, Taekwondo. I, um, I did Taekwondo for years. Um, got to my first degree black belt, red collar assistant instructor, and um, I just do kind of the kickboxing form of it now in terms of helping keep um, in shape and things like that, but I just really love it. I don't know if any of the rest of the team was aware of that. I was not, and now feel a little bit threatened. Um, <laughs> or protected. I don't know which. You know, when we have these team meetings, I can feel at ease. You know, nobody's going to come mug us during our podcast because Melissa will kickbox them. Uh, that's awesome. Thank y'all for sharing. Um, all right. Well, this one goes back to something John actually kind of already alluded to, but where is somewhere that you haven't been that you want to go? Or I, John mentioned it, it, Caterpillar, he traveled all over the world. So maybe it is somewhere you've been that you just really love and want to go back to, but kind of the travel question, where, where do you want to go, whether you've been there or not? For, I said for me, New Zealand would be one place we lived, we lived right next door in Australia for three years and never made it because I was running a plant and we didn't get lots of time off. And if we did, they had to be kind of quick trips. So that for sure. And then I've been to Europe a little bit in my life when I was young with Caterpillar, but Jen hasn't. She and I have been to the UK, but at some point I'd love it for her to see France and Italy and places like that. So that's on our, our list. So I, I want to go everywhere, <laughs> um, but to narrow it down, New Zealand would be beautiful. I've seen beautiful pictures of that. Um, but I'm going to Ireland, actually. I'm abandoning the team for 10 days coming up soon. And I'm going we're gonna to shut down the office. Yeah, we're shutting down um, for 10 days, uh, and we're going on cruise to Ireland. So I'm excited to see, like, Northern Ireland. I've heard great things and beautiful pictures. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, for me, it's Israel and the Holy Land. That is absolutely my bucket list trip. Actually, yesterday I went to a meeting with my church who is planning a trip in 2025. So um, hoping to get to go on that trip. Haven't fully made the decision yet, but that's really my bucket list trip. So I, I've had the opportunity to travel a little bit as well. Um, uh, out of college, I went on something called the World Race. And so I was in, I've been on um, four other continents other than North America, where obviously we are now. So I would have to say two-part answer 
somewhere I haven't been anywhere in South America because that would get me all six major continents. Uh, at some point, you know, I'll tack on Antarctica, but you know, I'll just start with start with the others. So I've been to Europe, Asia, Africa, Australia, and obviously North America. So I'd like to go somewhere in South America. You know, check that off my my list. Um, and then somewhere I've been, I'm going to go the other side of that somewhere I've been that I'd love to go back to, um, Vietnam was just, uh, I had a great experience there. I love the food and the culture and just, um, just learning new things. And so anyway, that was a, a cool place to be. I spent a month in Ho Chi Minh city there. Um, and I'm telling you those street noodles, I would eat them every day of my life. So, um, anyway, th that's my answer there. All right, a couple more here to get to know the team. Um, what is your go-to show to rewatch? So what's, um, or and maybe I'll ask it like this. If you could only watch one show for the rest of your life, you know, if you had to narrow it down to something you've already seen that you really like, and not everybody's a big, you know, movie or TV watcher, but um, something that you enjoy uh, watching. I'd say, um, <clears throat> for me, and this is really dating myself, but probably I've, there's lots of shows I love, but Andy Griffith's show, I watched that growing up. Of course, it was already like off the air when I was a kid, but just the small town, I grew up in a small town, and the, the ideals that are talked about, it was funny, but also had a message to it, so I, I always kind of go back to that. I can remember my watching it with my dad, and he'd be laughing at stuff or something like that, so that, if I had one, just brings back lots of great memories, it'd probably be that. Yeah, so for me, um, Oh, well, if Kent were here, he could definitely answer this question because we watch it all the time. But um, the Big Bang Theory, I just, I love it. I love the drasticness of the personalities on that show. Just really, really super intelligent people interacting with average people. And it's just, it's just super funny to me, but really anything humorous because I've spent so much of my life in a very serious kind of role in the, in the professional world. And I just, I love to laugh. It's my, probably one of my most favorite things to do. Yeah, and um, for me, I am going to throw a curveball. I like period pieces, so uh, there's a show called Rain. Um, but I love the costumes. I love anything that has beautiful sets and, like, costumes and, yeah, some romance and a little bit of comedy. I don't know. It's good. I should probably have narrowed down answers to my own questions. Um, my This one's tough for me because I, I'm going to piggyback on Melissa that I love to laugh, so all of my top ones are kind of comedy stuff, like, Friends and The Office and Parks and Rec and different ones, but I would have to say, I don't know, there's just so many good seasons. I would have to say The American Office, if there was one, I was just going to rewatch a lot. Um, those middle seasons are just are really good. It's, it's a, kind of a rough start. You know, if you've never watched it, the first few seasons, even definitely the first few episodes are a little hard to get into. And later on, you know, I think they lose a little bit after some of the main characters are gone. But man, that seasons three through six or seven there are just some of the best humorous TV, I think. And, and I don't know, just everything we do in our jobs is about workplace culture and stuff. And that whole show is focused on, you know, dysfunctional, but funny workplace culture. And so I don't know, there's just some correlation there that really gets me. And I love that one. All right. Um, last question. What it would be your dream job if you weren't working here? Cause obviously this is your dream job, right? We get that. So I'm glad we're all living out that dream, but what would, if you weren't doing this, what would you choose to do if money wasn't an option, right? Dream job type thing. What would you choose to do other than work for the Don Harrison team? All right. I've got two. One would be the general manager of the Chicago Cubs. So I could help us win more world series than one every 108 years. And, and I think probably the other one, I love classic movies, old movies, and there's on, on Turner classic movies, which is, you know, station devoted to those movies. There's a guy named Ben Mankiewicz and he just like, introduces the movie 
talks about it for like five minutes, and I bet you he makes a bunch of money. And I don't care about the money, but I thought, Jen's always like, you want that job, don't you? You, you, you want to be the guy talking about the movie, and I, I go, yes, I do. I want that job. So, and then you'd sit there and watch the whole movie. That's right. I'd just watch it, and I'd be happy with it. So, yeah. So I could, I'd do that either of those jobs for free, by the way. That's a really hard one because I, I love working for the John Harrison team and then I also do my video work where I'm a wedding videographer and that's so fun for me, get to be creative. Um, but I, I guess I would want to do something along the lines of creating something with my hands. Like if I could get really good at sewing or crocheting or knitting and like sell stuff on Etsy, that would be fun. Um, alongside, of course, being a mom, like that's my, that's my ultimate dream. <laughs> so I don't know, making something with my hands. Yeah, wow, that's a really tough question for me because um, this is my dream job. I mean, I don't know any other way to say it. Um, uh, So if I I had to say one, it would probably be in terms of working with the elderly or the senior community. Um, I've always just really kind of had a heart for them. I was really close to all of my grandparents, and I just love them, and I think they're a portion of society that is sometimes forgotten or ignored for obvious reasons and um i just really have a heart for him for some reason and and i have that old soul to go with that so um but i just kind of like john if there was a secondary thing i could do it would probably be nonprofit work in the terms of something like um helping children learn to fish or hunt or you know um in hunting you know when you teach them how to clean deer or fish or you know something like that um and then helping them learn how to cook with that so i just i don't know i think there's um lots of children out there particularly that may not have that opportunity or the network or opportunity to do that and it's just it's something that's important to both kent and i so i'll give a two-part answer as well if i was gonna do you know kind of like true dream job AKA, you know, I was actually qualified for it and good enough to do it. I, I, I really do think it'd be fun to play like a professional sport and not, and, and not the truest sense of like in the NFL or the NBA, like, cause I don't care about the like prestige and the money. Like I would literally play pro Frisbee or something if I was good enough or flag football, you know, none, not a major sport, just cause I love the competitiveness of it. And I like the staying in the shape and, and just doing things like that. So again, if money wasn't an option, it was just something I could do every day. I like the team camaraderie of it and I like you know athletic type stuff so but on a more realistic potentially if I wasn't here um something very much along the lines what I'm doing here operational type things I like finding ways to be more efficient um I like helping teams achieve their goals and removing roadblocks for them and all that so seriously like leading some large operational um thing not not from a prestige point again not that i have a thousand people reporting me but the complexities of making that work and making all those people work um together and getting the best out of them um, and just being able to remove roadblocks for you know a bunch of people to to be their best selves that's the kind of stuff that i would i would love to do so thank you all for spending a few minutes chatting about yourselves sharing some of your personal favorites and things like that Hopefully our listeners enjoy getting to know a little bit more of the John Harrison team. So for Melissa, Madeline, John, and myself, uh, thanks for tuning in and look forward to having you on next time. Thanks for listening today. If you have any questions or thoughts about today's episode or even ideas for your future episode, you can contact us through our website at johnharrisonvip.com or follow us on any of our social media platforms.